Hi, welcome to Hills I Die On, a podcast where I, Taylor Cox, invite guests to discuss and debate unpopular opinions they're so deeply passionate about, they'd be willing to die on a hill over it. Each episode will consist of joyfully heated debate where I will argue against whatever said unpopular opinion might be and do my best to make sure all involved successfully die on their hill. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Hills I Die On. Today is a wonderful day on the pod because today we have with us a very special guest. He is an Emmy Award-winning writer slash producer, creator of many amazing shows, including Parks and Rec and The Good Place. He's an all-around wonderful human, and if you don't already know and love him, then to quote The Good Place, you're basic. Please welcome to the podcast, Mike Schur. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for coming today. Look, there's nothing I like more than dying on hills. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things to do. So That's the best news. Yeah. Have me on every episode for the rest of the time Deal. this podcast you, exists. You and Bridget are going to regret that. <laughs> I'm going to be in your inbox every day being like, what's next? What else do you hate? Oh, what do more. you love? <laughs> I got so many hills, man. That's the best news. But today we are here to discuss one very specific hill, mm -hmm. the first that you chose. So this is exciting. Would you mind telling us what that hill is? Yeah. Thanksgiving stinks. Thanksgiving stinks. You That's hear that? It. Thanksgiving. Mike thinks yes stinks. Thanksgiving's on blast. That's what young people say, right? I'm not sure. I'm, I don't think I count anymore. So if anyone has listened to me, I've ranted about one specific hill. I've died on one specific hill on publicly many times. And that hill is that hot fruit is disgusting. Yes. But I chose Thanksgiving stinks because as you put it, when we communicated about this, I think it's, and then other people said too, uh, when I told them I was going to do this, it's a less frequently disgusting by me and other people i think i think fewer people die on the hill of thanksgiving stinks. oh absolutely okay it's, good. it's like a universally beloved yes. one of our many holidays a perfect, you know, we a all perfect love hill off. to die on <laughs> yes exactly as long as we know we're gonna get attacked on twitter for this oh. afterward then you know it's a good hill. oh i can't wait come at me bros <laughs> yeah um okay so i'm just gonna jump right into my argument okay so i have three arguments for thanksgiving stinks i'm gonna go through them one by one and I will go in ascending order of importance. Great. So least important, but still important thing Excellent. first, and then we'll get more serious. Okay. So the first reason that Thanksgiving stinks is the timing of Thanksgiving. So let me ask you this. If you could right now design a holiday where the purpose of the holiday was to get together with your family, no matter where they live, fly uh, across the country with your family. If you have kids, you bring your mm -hmm. kids, whatever. Everyone comes together for the holiday and you have to battle the airport traffic and the road traffic yep. that comes with a holiday where everybody is traveling to see his or her family. Sure. Would you put that holiday within one month of the other famous <laughs> holiday where everyone has to do that? Of course you wouldn't. That's insane. We Thanksgiving is the last or third Thursday in uh, November or whatever. Yes. And it that means it's basically one month away from Christmas, a time when we do this all again. True. We Very all true. do it again. Or Christians or people who are non-denominational or agnostic do this. Yes. And they do it all again, except there's presents. <laughs> so we upgrade. We, we upgrade <laughs> to having gift a gift exchange and 
the it's cold weather. So uh, on the East Coast, I'm from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving was nothing but a burden for me because it was freezing cold and slushy and sleety and rainy. But it's not usually in most parts of the country so cold that you get snow, true, which is the true. fun part of, <laughs> of Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, if you're Jewish or other, if you're Jewish, you're celebrating Hanukkah within two weeks same, or yep, so. Same pumpa. The timing of Thanksgiving is so poor. If you had to make that holiday... You would set it in any number of other times, right? You would set it in. So I actually feel like the reason Thanksgiving is where it is is because it is cold. It's this depressing time of year where we have nothing else to look forward to except a bunch of holidays, right? You have Christmas to look forward to. Sure, but adding on first, you know, we got Halloween to like really wet the palate. And then you have Thanksgiving. It takes you all the way from October almost to Valentine's Day. Okay, Halloween is the last day of October. True. Right. Yeah, and that's when it starts to Christmas get Christmas is December twenty fifth, mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving is jammed, is shoehorned in to the middle of that, and there's no reason for it. Halloween is a better holiday by far than Thanksgiving, and this is coming from someone who doesn't particularly like, <laughs> like Halloween. Halloween <laughs> but at least if you have if you have kids, you walk around with them, and it's really cute. If you don't have kids, you can sit in your house, and kids come to you in cute costumes, and you give them candy. Sure. The simplicity of Halloween. <laughs> is so much better. You don't have to go anywhere. You are in your own neighborhood, but it's still festive and fun. Christmas is the best holiday, I would say. You get your whole family together, and it's maybe snowing, and you give each other presents, and you reflect on the end of the year. It's right at the very end of the year. You reflect on the end of the year. Thanksgiving is garbage. It's nothing. I mean, you reflect on giving thanks on Thanksgiving. I mean, the whole... Okay, we'll get to that later. Okay, (laughs) okay. But all I'm saying is, if you wipe the map of holidays and you had to pick a holiday when your whole family got together and you had to travel and you had to deal with it with all of the stuff that comes with that Mm -hmm. you would not put it a month away from christmas there's no way you would do that we'll get to a fun game later where we talk about ways we could change thanksgiving that might change your mind that might make thanksgiving stink a little less so changing the timing of thanksgiving might help again i'm going in ascending order totally and i will not argue that airport traffic is fun at any time of year extra worse i go back to the midwest so i get it i get delayed all the time it's not not fun not gonna die on that hill but (laughs) (laughs) i will say i am a huge thanksgiving lover i've drank the kool-aid i am on board with Thanksgiving. but let me say something else about the timing too because the awkwardness of you have to work on monday and tuesday and then you get off on the wednesday of the week like at christmas time everyone has that whole week off or not the whole week depends on when it Uh, is i don't know i've worked some jobs where that wasn't the case (laughs) but like thanksgiving you work on monday and tuesday and then travel on wednesday and then the holidays on thursday it's like it's very awkwardly crammed in there (laughs) why is it on a thursday why what is the point of it being on a Thursday? I don't know, man. That's when the pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They famously went ascended on a exactly on a Thursday. All right, so that's There's the first. One thing that's the first true. bucket. The first bucket of Thanksgiving stinks idness. Love it. The timing. All right, the timing stinks Thanksgiving. Okay, bucket number two. The food stinks. Yes, I'm My. sorry. No, listen. You every when I say this. <laughs> Everybody has the same reaction, which is how dare you? It's the but what about blank? (laughs) I'm going to walk you through the food that we all eat at Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. What's the main food we eat on Thanksgiving? Turkey. Turkey's the worst meat. I don't eat meat, so I won't die on turkey. I don't either. Right. Now, I used to. But when I did, turkey's the worst meat. Yeah. It is bland. It is dry. (laughs) It's basically soylent that you have to put stuff on in order for it to taste good. That's not true of many other kinds of meat. 
It's not true of ham, for right. example. It's not true of sausage. It's sure. not true of a bunch of different kinds of meat. We cook a giant tasteless bird. <laughs> and that's the centerpiece of Thanksgiving. That's insane. Here's another food we eat at Thanksgiving. Cranberries. Oh, my God. Cranberries are disgusting. Delicious. No, they're oh, not. Sauce? Cranberries are tart and <laughs> disgusting. They grow in bogs. They literally <laughs> grow in like a swamp. Here's how you know that cranberries are disgusting. You never eat them at any other time I of the year. I think that's what makes them a special treat. No, that's what makes them bad. <laughs> if you actually like them, you would eat them at any other time of year. I don't know. I when guess it, I like love looking forward to that. Tell me another time if cranberries are so great that you've ever eaten never. a cranberry. I, never. There you go. Here's another thing you eat. Stuffing. Yep. You're gonna. You're about to tell me that stuffing is great. Stuffing stinks. Stuffing is dried, gross, ugly chunks of bread. It doesn't look good. And a bunch of like spices that you shove into the butt of the turkey and then cook it. <laughs> what are we doing? This is an insane <laughs> holiday. That, and by the way, if you again, I would ask anyone listening to this who's screaming at me. Yep. If you think stuffing is actually delicious, tell me another time you ate stuffing. But doesn't that add to the joy no, of taking a no, year off and no, then getting to enjoy no. this like delicious treat? That's not the treat. point. That's not the point. The point is people talk all the time about how great the food is at Thanksgiving, how much they love it. They never eat it at any other moment of the sure. year. Are cranberries seasonal? Now I want to look that up. Is it like pumpkins? Like Nothing is pumpkin? seasonal anymore, okay. all right, for God's all right. sake. <laughs> you can get cranberry <laughs> sauce and you never do. Cranberries are tart, disgusting swamp berries. They're they're swamp nuggets. They're swamp rocks. Yes. They're tart, disgusting uh, swamp delicious rocks. Swamp rocks. And the, in order to eat them, you have to dump a giant can of sugar into them yes. to make the sauce. If you dump a giant can of sugar into anything, it'll taste Amazing. good. Stuffing is just gross. You also we also eat green beans. Oh, that's a real treat. Let's let's eat a bunch of green beans. Green beans are the things that doctors tell you you should eat instead of French fries. They're not actually good. They're disgusting. <laughs> I'm not gonna die on green beans. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Get out of here, green beans. The basic tenets of the meal are bad. They just are. Turkey's bad. Stuffing's bad. Green beans are bad. Cranberries are disgusting. Our swamp rocks. Tart swamp rocks. <laughs> Now, I will grant you that there is also dessert. However, since I was about to die on the hill of hot food is disgusting, I'm getting rid of all pies. Fruit pies are gross. No, they're (laughs) disgusting. I do like sweet potato pie. Oh, Ooh, yeah. are, I, and pumpkin pie. Good. I like those. Those are good. Those can, can stay. stay. Okay. <laughs> Woo. I want Thanksgiving to be a holiday now. That's In on, the summer. <laughs> it's like June 18th. It's on a Saturday and all it is is you eat pumpkin, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Actually sounds lovely. Every time I die on this hill with any of my friends, I get so much pushback about the food. But I implore you, if you are the kind of person who's pushing back right now on the food, tell me another time you ate any of... Besides turkey, which you turkey eat. Turkey sandwiches, like, sure. If there's done. nothing else left... It, uh, to do, uh, you go to Subway <laughs> and you get a turkey That's sandwich. That's all you got. And then, by the way, there's this other weird thing about the meal, which is people fetishize the leftovers. They're like, oh, I love the so leftovers. <laughs> and it's like, really, you like turkey that's had another day to dry out (laughs) and become more tasteless i don't understand this like why do people fetishize the leftovers it's the same thing you ate yesterday it's just a day older i think that goes back to only getting this treat once a year right and so then if there's more of it you can have it anytime you want (sighs) no one else ever says i love this meal because the next day i get to eat it again (laughs) it's very weird i don't understand it like People fetishize gorging themselves on this food that isn't actually good. 
and then they fetishize eating more of it the next day. <laughs> it's very weird. And by the way, for all you gravy enthusiasts out there, <laughs> gravy is the rich, fatty sauce that you have to pour over all of this other stuff I'm talking about to make it edible. You have to pour gravy <laughs> over turkey and stuffing and beans and mashed potato. Oh, mashed potatoes. I forgot about mashed potatoes. The blandest food no. in the world. Who hates mashed potatoes? They have no taste. They're delicious. No, they're not. Texture, you, know what's, good. you know what's delicious? Salt, good. <laughs> Here's what's delicious. Butter and salt. Yeah. It's ba- mashed potatoes are a white nutritionless mashed up nothing most starches are a vehicle for butter yes and And you're all you're doing is pouring butter and salt onto it pour butter and salt onto anything and it will be delicious okay do me a favor now sure this is my wrap up for the food bucket okay remove the following from this meal butter salt and cream and now tell me how good it is how good is it to eat dry turkey mashed potatoes with no butter or salt Green beans with no butter or salt. Cranberries with no But you could say that about most meals, right? You could go out to a restaurant and be like, take away all the butter and salt. And most of the meal... That's not in any way true. I know it makes most things better, but... I mean, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich doesn't need true, butter true. But or any salt type of or like fat. pasta. Are you an anti-pasta? Put, you put um, tomato sauce on pasta. Which probably has some salts. And okay, but that's not the point <laughs> of it. Butter goes Literally, into the pasta. you're all you're doing to a mashed potato is putting butter and salt on it. True. That's it. Like it's it's tasteless by itself. Fried chicken isn't tasteless by itself. I'll give you a pre-argument for how to make this better. Sure. Switch out turkey for fried chicken. <laughs> right away, I'm I'm more in on Thanksgiving. Great. So switching out for fried chicken. We're sitting on a Saturday. It's we're a, eating pumpkin pie. That's right. We're ditching the green beans. Fri- Doesn't and- this sound better? <laughs> fried chicken and pumpkin pie on a nice Look, Saturday in early June. I haven't any of this. <laughs> All right, so that's that's the general food argument. And now let's get to the most important one. Great. What are we celebrating here? I'm not about to die on the hill of the history of Thanksgiving. <laughs> what are we celebrating? Let's be clear. Let's you when we're kids, yes. we are told a story. We and are. it's a lovely story. And yes. the story is a group of straggling freedom seekers sailed across the ocean and they had a hard time farming in the rocky soil and terrain of New England. And a group of Native Americans came by and they said, hello, brothers and sisters, you look like you need help. We can make you corn. Oh, by the way, corn, also a thing that needs butter and salt. Corn might be my favorite food. (laughs) Looks like you should help and you're going to die in the winter if you don't learn how to farm this rocky Mm -hmm. terrain that we have been farming for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you this food. And the pilgrim said, wow, what a lovely gesture please join us at our table and we shall have a communal feast celebrating this new era of brothership and friendship. That is the story we're told. Yes. That is an insane story. Yes, it is. That is not what happened. No. And what actually happened is we said, thank you so much. Here's 300 years of genocide. <laughs> yeah, that correct. is literally what yes. happened. And I don't think anyone can die on the hill of Thanksgiving unless you're kind of acknowledging that like the whitewashing of like mass killing That's and right. land grabs. But is guess what acceptable. we're doing? Guess what yes. we as a society are doing yes. every third sun, every yes. third Thursday in November. We are telling ourselves and our children that same story. We are celebrating the fact that our farmers sucked and their farmers, who had been here for thousands of years, were very good. We are celebrating the fact that we took their food and then systematically drove them off their land and committed genocide. True. In so, fact, so many people have already physically died on this hill of Thanksgiving <laughs> that yeah, you know, shouldn't actually need Yeah, to this is a deadly hill we're yes. talking about. <laughs> and so I fundamentally object 
to the idea that we are not confronting this just because it's an ugly truth. And what's interesting to me is it has started to happen in other arenas, specifically holiday-related arenas. For example, here in California, we no longer celebrate Columbus Day because Columbus did the same thing. Columbus showed up and was like, hi, I'm white. I'm going to kill all of you. (laughs) And then did. Infamously in the bad place. And now Columbus Day has been replaced by Native... I I can't remember the actual name for it. I think it's Native American Day or Indigenous Indigenous People's Day. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. So we've actually done this. We've actually said there are corrective measures we should be taking to be more accurate and to be more sensitive to the plight of the people who lived here for thousands of years before we showed up. Totally. Not at Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving, we tell ourselves the same story and we celebrate Thanksgiving as if it's a totally innocent, fun, nice thing. Does that happen at your kids' schools? I was wondering if they changed that out. Like, have they changed out Columbus? Again, California, I think leading the way a little bit has, has, is, takes a much more even-handed approach to all sorts of things like that, at least my kids school and I think at other schools I don't want to say that no one is addressing this I'm sure a lot of places are addressing this however Thanksgiving has this is so deeply ingrained in the American psyche as a as both a holiday and a narrative that I don't see a time in the next 50 to 100 years where we really in any meaningful way decide to like approach the truth of it and so again I went in ascending order. This is my main objection yes, yes. to Thanksgiving. Yes, and, and I think that would be most people's main objection. Yeah. And it's a very, very valid objection. Yeah. So again, let's imagine you're designing a holiday. The holiday requires you to get your whole family together, and it requires a giant meal, and it requires fighting traffic and all that sort of stuff, and it requires the celebration of a piece of American history. Would you, Taylor, make that holiday really close to Christmas, Would you make it in like slushy bad weather? Would you choose four or five of the blandest foods ever created by anyone ever? And would you have it celebrate genocide? My argument would be no, you wouldn't. In no way am I personally dying on the hill that whitewashing is acceptable and teaching false history to our children in order to celebrate one day of the year is acceptable. And also the leftovers. Don't forget about the leftovers. I'm all about leftovers, I will say. (laughs) I love a good leftover in our household. Even if there's like one pasta left, it's coming home with us. And we're going to love it the next day. So leftovers in my house can stay. Look, in order for me to counter this point, I definitely need to table genocide. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not something that I say lightly. Wouldn't you say this? Wouldn't you agree to this assertion? If in order to counter my point here, you need to table genocide. (laughs) That maybe I have a point. Oh, 100%. Like I said, I am absolutely not dying on the hill of, no, Mike, let's continue to lie to our children. Let's continue to alienate the indigenous people of the United States. No, Mm -hmm. I am not going to do that. Please don't take those Okay, so counter all my points except the genocide one. Okay, well, food, good. I... Point one. Food. Very good. Love it. Love the Thanksgiving meal. You love turkey. I don't eat turkey, but I do love most of the other sides. I love mashed potatoes. Also, while we're on the topic of salting them, uh, I love that I'm not allowed to eat the potatoes until my grandpa accuses my grandma of not salting them. That's what you love? It's an ongoing joke. We sit down and we can't eat dinner until my grandma says, Mom, you forgot to salt the potatoes. Uh, And it's just like a... Okay, but my argument is you don't love the food. You love the tradition. I do love the tradition. When I was looking into this, I was doing some research on why it is that it's 
been so hard for people to let go. And a lot of it is the psychology of tradition and right. just how important like predictability and consistency can be to our psyche and how it creates, you know, a sense of comfort and belonging, which can contribute to things like childhood development and personal growth and, you know, a whole bunch of other good stuff. So I am totally team tradition in that aspect. Right. Do I think that this particular tradition could use some amendments or perhaps <laughs> we could replace it? Absolutely. Mm. But food, I got to say, I'm a huge cranberry person. Really? I really am. Even though you don't eat them any other time of the year. Even though I don't. I know you're anti-hot fruit, but the pies, and I do eat pies year-round. We're like a big house of pies family. Big fan of that. Get the hell out of here, green beans. Don't care about <laughs> you. Stuffing, pretty good. Chunks of bread with like rosemary in them are good to Bread, you? good. I think, you know, then I'm also a, made a baguette. <laughs> Which I'll also do. I think I'm made from, you know, Midwestern stock. Love my starches. Love my breads. Another thing we do is cornbread, which is cornbread. I'm fine with cornbread. Cornbread Cornbread can stay. Pumpkin pecan pie, man, so good. Those are my yeah. Those are my favorites. So we had food. We had not arguing (laughs) in favor of genocide. (laughs) We're gonna skip that one. Oh, and the timing. And so I think especially having grown up in the Midwest where, you know, seasonal affective disorder is like a very real thing. Sure. Being able to load your cold holidays with things to look forward to, I like. I really enjoyed that. I think toward the end of the year, after Halloween, especially when you're a kid, it was like, okay, now we're like smooth sailing until Thanksgiving. And then, okay, we're smooth sailing to Christmas. And you have a little something to look forward to. And for me, I do love my family and I love going home and seeing them. And so like being able to like have concrete days, getting to go home and do that and know that that's a fixed time that everyone in my family is going to be there I love all right I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna concede that point I'm gonna concede that first of all like if you're tight with your family that's any excuse to see your family's totally. good yes. and I also being from the northeast will concede the point that there was something nice about having within like November is usually kind of the dreariest month it's usually like in what I, I grew up in Connecticut it's like 45 four degrees and drizzling so i concede the point that there's something nice about the warmth of a gathering that you have to look forward to that kind of distinguishes one day from the next because they can really totally they can blend yeah i'll concede that point that's a good counter argument i have two other things that i think fall into the category of this isn't really thanksgiving's fault but i still blame thanksgiving for them sure number one is the football games that happen on thanksgiving Again, this isn't Thanksgiving's fault. This is the NFL's fault. Yes. <laughs> but the NFL is a terrible league. They treat their employees terribly. They're all dying. They're all getting CTE. They're all getting concussions. One of the many reasons yeah. that it's bad to play Thanksgiving football is that it's a short week. They played Sunday and their bodies haven't had time to heal and they're exhausted. And that raises the risk of serious injury for these guys, mm-hmm. which is already through the yeah. roof. I mean, I think football should be illegal. Yeah, I'll you're probably him. right. <laughs> And also, by the way, the success of Thanksgiving football led the NFL to start a Thursday night game all year. So now all of these guys have to play on a short week, which is even worse. And by the way, the fact that their bodies haven't healed properly from the beating they took last Sunday means the quality of the games are often worse. And the teams that play on Thanksgiving aren't even good teams. It's the Lions usually and the Cowboys, who I hate. The Cowboys are the worst (laughs) franchise in the world, run by the worst dude in the world. And then also, by the way, if it's so great to like get together with your family, why does everyone look forward to ignoring your family and watching football? So I see your football and I raise you the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> <laughs> 
which I love. Broadway numbers, a reminder that the Rockettes are still real and doing their thing. That they still exist. A reminder, I get to remind my siblings that I'm the only one in the height range of a Rockette. Interesting. <laughs> That's what dropped the one fact I worked in media buying for like <laughs> one year out of college. And I get to drop the fact of, did you know that 15 seconds spot time for an advertisement in the Thanksgiving Day Parade is $500,000? No yeah, half a million dollars for a 15 second spot time to play. I repressed everything else from that job, <laughs> but that one fact, and I get to whip it out once a year. I guess that's because maybe there are, there aren't that many ads, probably, and I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the traffic because the yeah. traffic of everyone turning it on, which I also think is wild that it's so expensive because I think a lot of people don't necessarily watch they like to have it on in the background yeah occasionally mom's like oh it's snoopy and we wave to right. snoopy we wave and to then SpongeBob we wait for exactly yeah and then there are other people who are watching it just to see if if spongebob breaks free of yeah, his exactly. chains <laughs> and like start goes on a rampage exactly. <laughs> destroys a building 110 percent. there's always that possibility yeah. and without thanksgiving we don't have that hope for spongebob's freedom i couldn't care less about that parade but whatever <laughs> if you like it that's i'm not gonna begrudge i love that. it so that, okay so the football is bad for a number of reasons Yes. Then the the second thing that I hold against Thanksgiving, even though it's not technically the fault of Thanksgiving, is Black Friday. Oh, yeah. So here's what happens. It used to be that at midnight on Thursday night, all the stores opened and they had huge deals on things. People buying Christmas presents and thousands and thousands of American citizens would kick the crap out of each other and sometimes die to get 30% off a flat screen television or... 25% off a, like a child's crib or something. And we fetishize materialism and we fetishize deals. And then we started fetishizing the weird gold rush that happened at midnight. And people would go out and cover it live and local news covered it live. And people would wait in line for hours and hours and hours to be the first people to get into Walmart or Target or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was bad enough. And and you there would be reports every year of here's how many people get injured. Here's an yeah, iPhone video of two people beating each other up over the last Furby. whatever <laughs> yeah. thing, right? Now it's gotten worse because now they were like, well, we have to make this bigger. We have to make more money. And so now these places open at like 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Or 9 p.m. at Thanksgiving, which means these companies are forcing their employees to leave their Thanksgiving celebrations and come to work and deal with crowds of thousands of people who beating the crap out of each other to get the last flat screen TV. So what are we doing? Some store, Patagonia or something, mm-hmm. came out a couple of years ago and was like, "We're not opening on Friday. Like, get your oh, that's great. Get your stuff on Saturday. Like, this isn't worth it. We're not doing this. It's not fair to our employees or whatever." I hope that continues sure. to happen. And Cyber Monday has helped with that. Yes, because I, I think I've heard the same thing. Though. I think a couple so places too. have started to close, and people are staying home. Yeah, but it's like we're literally now we're so interested in the materialism of what comes next. That we're now, it's eating into the only good thing about the Thanksgiving, which is that you just get to chill out on a Thursday and hang out and relax. Black Friday is now eating into the whatever's good about Thanksgiving. Totally. I will say I love Cyber Monday. Got a great bread frame this year. Right. <laughs> only took six months for it to arrive. <laughs> West Elm. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I have friends who it's actually part of their family tradition and they go out and they do their Christmas shopping on Black Friday together and they have fun being around people. And again, I'm from middle America, but it's just like they enjoy the camaraderie of it. They enjoy the, the deal. They enjoy just like having another day off with their family to like leave the house and go do something. I, I don't know, man. I mean, look, again, I don't if that's what you enjoy, sure. that's what you yes. enjoy. Do I think consumerism in America is not a huge problem? Yeah, no, I'm not going to fight on that either. So I yeah, completely but agree it, and also it's again, I don't I, this isn't technically Thanksgiving's fault. But now Thanksgiving as an event is like swirled up with this other awful thing, which is low quality videos of people punching each other in the face to buy things and it, yeah and it to me I, I now I can't separate the two of them I've said this before I don't think that we as a society can ever truly advance in any meaningful way until Black Friday is not a thing anymore <laughs> like I really feel like <laughs> it's like the first step getting rid of Black Friday is like a necessary first step towards just the evolution, the positive evolution of the that's American a, that's culture. That's a great add-on to this hill. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I actually don't disagree with you. I think for the most part, it is terrifying. It is gross. It yeah. is based on consumption. And like aggression and yeah. fighting. Yeah. It is fascinating to see people go from like a day based on gratitude, essentially, to a day based on just consumption. Yeah. And, and and it's also, anger. I find it gross how the stores themselves like drive the they they sure. like it they want it because it drives but, sales it, a, it a drives lot of sales businesses and, it's like i mean look it's critical... called black friday famously because it's the day that most retail places go from being in the red for the year to being in the black right oh, that's interesting. yeah that's that's what i understand that it's like it's literally the day that they sell that their yearly sales go into the positive totally. range and so i i understand it from just a mathematical mm -hmm. standpoint however there are people like bleeding people's noses get broken yeah. people have been trampled people die they're pumping consumers full of uh, like steroids right. and adrenaline and getting them into their stores to spend money and it's causing real actual pain and real actual problems and they don't have to do that they could chill out yeah. And, and let people enjoy their evening and open their, their stores at 9 a.m. the next day and totally. it would still be fine. Now I'm wondering if, to your point of moving this whole affair to June, if Black Friday would disappear because it's not as close to Christmas. I think it probably would. So, interesting. More points to relocating <laughs> Thanksgiving. It is officially, I mean, it's basically... <laughs> there's Thanksgiving's one, half birthday today. There's one last thing I would like to say about this, yes. and then I'll be done, I promise. <laughs> Thanksgiving is a tremendous amount of work, a gigantic amount of work, if, you have, if you're having people over, yeah, even if it's a small number of people. Mm -hmm. And we go through this thing every year in my house where I, because I don't care about Thanksgiving, am always like, why are we doing this? Let's just not do this. We don't have to do this. And my wife, who... I think likes Thanksgiving a lot more than I do. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, Thanksgiving, it's a tradition and whatever. And then she does an insane amount of work and I cannot cook. I'm the worst cook in the world. I am <laughs> not anywhere close to knowing how to do any of this stuff. And I help where I can in the in the margins of setting up and whatever and setting up the bar and stuff like that that's like dumb stuff that I can do. And at the end of the day, she's exhausted. She's just exhausted. And I... I'm in this weird place where like, I don't want you to do this because it makes you sad no. <laughs> and you're exhausted 
and I can't cook turkeys. I can't like I can chop vegetables maybe or whatever. <laughs> it's just so much work. And I know that people say no, that it's part of the point of it. And I think if families sure. like to cook together, mm-hmm. then great. But like I wish she felt the way I do because we would just chill out and like go get some pizza and it would be way more fun and easy. <laughs> I like that. Get some pizza in June. Pizza, pumpkin pie, June. Fried chicken. We're celebrating no history or we can replace it with some exciting history that we're overdue for. Now, am I eating into your, would this help if? No, that's great. Real quick, my other argument for in favor of Thanksgiving is without Thanksgiving, we don't get Thanksgiving episodes of television. (laughs) I think it's given us some Mm. of the most lovely episodes of television. (laughs) What are your favorites? I think the Cheers episode where with the food Food fight fight, is just so lovely i actually was like re-watching some in anticipation which is a weird thing to do in may but i was sitting i was just like oh, this is so See, if it were happening in fine. june it wouldn't be weird you'd be gearing up for it I, right you're, now. you're so right <laughs> you're so right you guys june is looking better and better <laughs> but i love that one i actually i rewatched the brooklyn 99 episode which i'm now thinking is funny from season one yes the very first because one? he hates Thanksgiving yeah, and right. that it all revolves around that mm-hmm. but it also ends in a beautiful way of like you can make your own family because I know Thanksgiving is hard for people who didn't who aren't close to their people another yet um, another good reason yes. not to do it <laughs> <laughs> but or does it make you realize like oh I have other good people and it forces you to find your own family and that was the lesson of that this beautiful episode and I loved that the cheers episode is maybe my favorite cheers episode of all time it's really wonderful it's and it also has the added bonus that you're gonna meet Vera for the first time yes <laughs> and then she comes in and at the end she... but has a pie in the face yes. and you don't see what Which she looks I did like. not remember and I yeah. was like, that is just the most brilliant. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, I love that with all my heart. New Girl has a good one. Are you really going to tell me that all the beautiful, intricate web of The Good Place isn't directly inspired by Joey getting a turkey stuck on his head <laughs> in the Friends episode? Well, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. There have been some great Thanksgiving TV episodes. However, those would happen no matter where you... I mean, I guess you couldn't do it in June because TV shows are largely off the air. But if Thanksgiving were in, you know... March or something. All right, we're moving it to spring. (laughs) (laughs) There are very few holidays where there aren't good TV episodes about them. They're basically like July 4th doesn't have any good TV episodes about it because no one was ever making TV on July 4th. But every other, there's great Christmas episodes. There's Hanukkah episodes. Mm -hmm. There's... There's every kind of there's a famous Sopranos episode about Columbus Day where they're they're angry because uh, because of the thing we're talking about where they're where their people are protesting Columbus because of he was a genocidal maniac. Great. Uh, So educational. There you go. So I'm all I'm saying is if you moved Thanksgiving, you could likely still get those Thanksgiving episodes. That's true. You're right. You're right. All right. So we're not in favor of destroying Thanksgiving, just moving. Basically, it can keep the name and that's it. It We should move it. Uh-huh. We should change the meal Great. to change something meal. to food yep. that people actually like that tastes good, and we should change what it's celebrating. And I yeah. feel like if we, if you just change it to a neutral, giving thanks, not giving thanks for a thing that didn't really happen, right, or happened and then was wiped out, literally wiped out. Sure, but change it to like let's give thanks for whatever blessings we have in our lives. Totally, just a Beautiful. neutral like let's talk about which is sort Gratitude. of ironically what happens anyway, mm-hmm. right. Well, right, which I think is why a lot of people argue that they can keep Thanksgiving because a lot of people don't feel like it is attached to the history anymore, but it, of course, is. But it is. Yes. So let's call it something else. Let's yeah. call it Blessings Day or something. Blessings Day. Or Happy, March happy 12th. Day. March 12th is <laughs> Happy Day. As long as that's a Saturday. And we go around and we talk about things. We're, or Grateful Day. Let's it's talk great. about oh, it. Grateful, grateful Day. day. I love and we that. talk about why we're grateful, and that's all fine. You cannot 
continue to call it Thanksgiving because that is the thing that we called it when we it was the old bad thing. Yep. All right. So grateful day. I have a quick game before right. I let you go called Would It Change Your Mind If? Great. Where I'm just going to ask you some other fun things. We've, we've hit on a couple sure. of if it would change your mind about Thanksgiving if certain things adjusted. First of all, we know this. If we updated the menu, mm-hmm. would help. Yep. If you got to pick the balloons in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No, that would not change. <laughs> There's not a single enemy you would want to see. <laughs> oh. Just floating up there that might make it just a little better. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Parade them around New York <laughs> instead of SpongeBob and chains. Well, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan. Oh. And so I would make like giant mocking balloons about all the Yankees and then invite people to shoot them with BB guns. In New York. <laughs> Today. Yeah. So we're already yeah. updating the parade. Right. Uh, wonderful. Oh, here's one. If the buckle on the pilgrim hats actually worked so that you could make the hats smaller and bigger accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I don't think that would affect. <laughs> and if not, will you invest in my new company? A hundred percent. Apparently not a For, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what, what do you mean the buckle doesn't work? That is like missed opportunity. Oh, right, I'm great. in on the business venture. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. If you got to sort of replace some of the traditions with any other holiday that's already existing. So I don't know, like two Halloweens. So like if everyone had to dress up for your Thanksgiving table. No, because I, I think part of the appeal of a grown up holiday is that you're not forced into anything, you know, like I don't I also am not a huge July 4th fan because it doesn't mean anything if you don't like wear a red, white and blue hat and and wave a flag and sure. go see fireworks. Like I don't like being told how to celebrate things. Right. So I don't I don't want to force traditions on people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So nope. So that one's a hard no. Yeah. If the Rockettes changed the height requirement to taller so you were eligible to audition. <laughs> I mean, I would love it if Is that what this really is about? I would love it if the Rockettes went co ed and then disbanded. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> That's devastating. <laughs> That is a devastating hill addition as well. We love you, the Rockettes. If Thanksgiving had cooler themed music and or a cooler mascot. Cooler theme. What is the you know, current like Christmas theme of the music? music? Oh, oh, like if it had like, like if it had like a soundtrack. Would that help? I do enjoy holiday music, I have to say. Me too. So that might help a little bit if there were because it's an added dimension of an of a different way you can enjoy the yeah. participate in the holiday. I, that might that might help a little bit. I mean, I don't know what. What do Thanksgiving songs sound like exactly? <laughs> I guess it's going to be gratitude songs, yeah, right? Yeah, just gratitude. I mean, look, if there were a bunch of old, nice, pleasant melodies with people just talking about things they're grateful for, that, that sounds kind of nice. All right, yeah. let's do that. Let's start a new genre. Right. I think I started to get tired towards the end of these. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of them is, what if on this day you get to pick any house you wanted to and just go into it? <laughs> It's now just becoming completely aspirational. I mean, I mean, I think I would sign up for any scenario that let you do that. Right? Yeah. Just one. You're super polite about it. And yeah. You just get to like peruse. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like 10 minutes of polite, supervised wandering. Totally. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing I love about Thanksgiving and social media nowadays is you get a little clip into like people's cool homes. Yeah. So when people are like, here's our table, here's this. I'm like, what an amazing setup. Side Reese note, there were, I feel like there were a bunch of videos we saw recently of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's house. Yes. Which is the weirdest. What is going on yes, there? Yes. Yes. It's it, like a, a museum with no art in it. It's, it's like all white floors wild. and all white walls. Mm-hmm. 
and, and there's nothing in it. Totally. I think, oh yeah, it was the video where her daughter came out wearing boots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that freaked me out. This is a total side note, but that freaked me out. We could explore and see if it was just that one room. That's right. That's I the house go we in picked there. for March 12th. We're coming over, <laughs> Kanye and Kim. The new Thanksgiving. We just knock on their door and say, what are you talking about? It's Thanksgiving. We have to go into your house. Did you, yeah, not, haven't you heard this? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone gets to pick one and shotgun that house. Tuesday, March 12th, (laughs) Thanksgiving. You get to walk around your house for 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? I mean, this is America, isn't it? it? Please put your gun down, sir. (laughs) That's it. Thank you so much, Mike. You're the best. And real quick, I just wanted to read, now that Mike has totally successfully died Died on on this hill, hill, I just wanted to read you a quick and easy eulogy uh, in celebration. We are gathered here today to celebrate the life of Mike Sherm, who tragically died on the hill of Thanksgiving stinks. (laughs) Mike was survived by an entire universe of brilliant shows, which we currently call the Sherniverse, including a new show that will be premiering this fall called Sunnyside, created by Matt Murray. He's also survived by a wonderful family and a new sweet puppy. And we just know that Mike will rest in peace knowing that he is in the good place. You can follow him on Twitter at Ken Tremendous. And Mike, rest in peace. Thank you so much. I'm dead. I can't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for doing this. (laughs) 